You're listening to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a lifestyle podcast for the modern mystic woman, where we explore topics on spirituality, female empowerment, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nixie Marie, and I will be here with you every Tuesday to sit together and rise, feel the energy of the sacred feminine, and explore what it means to be a goddess. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Goddess Nation. Welcome back to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast with your host, Nixie Marie. Super excited and pumped to be here today. Thank you so much for being here, tuning in, and feeling called to dive within and connect to your inner goddess and find your gifts, find your passion, find your inspiration for starting a business, whatever it is you're looking for, it is in our little coven here. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'm very excited for the topic that we are going to be diving into and exploring today. As you all know, this is October and October is like the witch's year or the witch's month of the entire year. And as we explore so many topics on witchcraft, goddess magic, I want to bring in the conversation also on shamanism and how this is really related to working with your ancestors for this up and coming new year of the witch's new year, Samhain. I don't know if some of you guys celebrate Samhain or if you read our recent newsletter where I shared a little bit about Samhain, where you can connect or how you can connect to your ancestors, but we're going to dive deeper on this episode today. And before we do so, I have a couple announcements and an amazing review that I'm going to read from iTunes. Let's start with the review. As you all know, I'm so grateful when I see these reviews come in and I love all feedback. I love hearing what makes you come back, show up all the time, what gets you hooked on these conversations and what more you want to hear from of me and of our guests. And and it's also this exchange of energy because I'm showing up here on the daily, not so much the daily, but I'm showing up here to give you some amazing things that I've explored in my life that have helped me step into my power as a goddess, as well as just share this information with you. And it's it's your way of saying thank you. Thank you for sharing. And I really am committed to getting to at least 100 reviews by the end of this year. So if you haven't yet wrote a review and told us why you're here and shared with us your magic, please go on over to iTunes or CastBox and write a review. All right, so we have a review by HeartSpace, or sorry, by Novus, HeartSpace Warrior Goddess. Episode 90's affirmations were exactly what I needed today. My energy has been in a space that I wasn't quite sure I could break out of. I'm feeling empowered, full of love and light and fearless. Thank you for bringing me back and helping me realize that it's okay to come out of my witchy closet. Much love, Ass Novus. I hope that's how you say it. <laughs> yes, sister, come out of that broom closet. We are all coming out here and awakening and remembering those sacred feminine gifts that are within us, which really is, you know, when someone asks me, what is a witch and what does that even mean? And I actually love when I get this question because what I get to tell them literally blows their mind. Even my own mother, when I just recently shared on the podcast that I was exploring this conversation with her and the fact that I just get to share that it's basically like 
plant. It is. It's plant-based spirituality. And it's how we connect to our cycles. It's how we connect to the planet, how we listen to the to the moon, the nature, the trees, the birds, how all of it's very much connected. And that's what being a witch is to me. So if you feel like you are hiding behind that broom closet and you haven't told anyone that you were a witch, this is your message right now. It is time for you to come out, come out of that broom closet, especially this month. Tell everybody who you really are and don't be afraid. It's okay for us to all come out of hiding now. And uh, we wouldn't have podcasts like this if that wasn't the truth. So I also know that there are some people in your life that might question you and go, what is this crazy wackadoodle person saying that she's a witch for? Oh my gosh, she must be worshiping the devil. How do we handle that? Well, we just tell them what it is that we've learned and you can say you're you're practicing goddess magic. If you don't want to say the word witch yet and you want to take moments to you know slowly come out I totally understand that and respect that too every one of our journeys of coming out looks differently and uh, but, but just know that you have my support and I'm here for you and if you feel called to ask for any guidance I've said this before please email me nixie at iamgoddesscollective.com and I'm happy to support you as much as possible So without further ado, uh, we also have, this is the one announcement that I'm going to make before I get into our ancestor ritual that we're going to be diving deep into today. I actually, uh, myself and our house of goddesses, we are actually going to be sending out our newsletter for November coming up soon here. I can't believe October is already almost gone and complete. (laughs) So if you have not got on the train of getting your witchy times monthly newsletter, please go to IamGoddessCollective.com. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to sign up and get a taste of the magic that we've concocted in the cauldron for all of you super stellar sisters. (laughs) And uh, we've got Mimi. She's our resident astrologer. So she gives all of the insight for the entire month, what you can expect what planets are in retrograde, what you might need to know in, with a, with the upcoming full moons, new moons, where everything's going to be at, how many degrees, you know, all the good things. And then we have myself giving an energy report with our oracle reading and tarot and diving into what is to come for the month, as well as we have our green witch, Lauren Stanko, who's also our PR manager and community outreach goddess. She's going to be sharing some potions or some recipes, something yummy, because she's always concocting up green witchery. So really excited and pumped about that. Head on over again to our website to sign up. All right. So Samhain, let's talk about Samhain sisters It's coming up really soon here. And, uh, I actually, in our last newsletter, we actually just, I wrote a little blurb about what Samhain is, how to connect with your ancestors, or I, I actually didn't highlight too much about the an- ancestral realm. So that's why we're sharing it on the podcast today. But just ways to celebrate Samhain and ways to celebrate Halloween. And as a modern mystic and a woman who's navigating this modern world and also the metaphysical world, I think it's really important important that we get to merge the two and live in this reality and also live in our, you know, the du- duality of the other world as well. And how the, how I like to do that is really by dressing up every Halloween, I dress up with intention. So I, I think about what is it that I want to embody this next wheel of the year? And how can I dress up to embody that? 
And this year, I've decided to dress up as a somewhat of a queen, like a royal medieval queen, and really embrace my inner queendom and step into the queenship of my life. So that is going to be what I'm dressing up as this year. And uh, I really encourage you and invite you to explore that and see what you can create and get cra- get crafty with it. You know, find things that you can dress up and make and use your hands, activate that inner goddess creativity power and f- make something beautiful. So that's one amazing way that I like to uh, bring in the modern Halloween tradition into my Samhain intention, honoring of the ancestors lineage practice and philosophy. Uh, So ancestors, let's talk about ancestors. This was actually a request from a listener, Sarah Jane Watson, I believe. And she actually sent me an email and asked for me to talk about ancestors. So I really dug that idea, especially it being their time right now. The veils are thinner. We have the ability to connect with them on a very profound level. So I sat with myself barefoot on the ground in my backyard and created a ritual for us to perform on Samhain or perhaps a couple days before or after. Uh, And my intention is for you all to just be able to receive their medicine, receive their wisdom, And really honor those who have come before us and those who have set the foundation of our lineage and have stories to tell and things for us to experience and really understand ourselves even better. Because a lot of times we take on and we bring in all their stories so that we can heal that and we become the torchbearers for them so that they can truly be so just free and we can be free of the old ancient stories and all the patterns and all those amazing healing yumminess that we're all going through and also not so yummy because it also can be somewhat dark to to go through that healing journey but uh we're gonna go there so I also want to say what's coming up right in this moment is that uh don't be afraid to connect with your ancestors. If you have some fears that are coming up around, oh, I don't want to connect with that realm. I don't want to go there. I don't want it to play around those spirits. I am actually going to just share with you a, a, a grounding protection spell somewhat to not bring on any entities that you don't want to be working with. So don't be afraid. You know, we're calling in all of those for the highest good of ourselves and the planet. And so we don't need to have fear around working within those realms. And, and if you do, maybe this isn't for you and, you and you don't feel so connected to doing the actual ritual. But the beginning of the ritual is really setting up your sacred space and creating an altar in, to honor your ancestors. So maybe that's as far as you want to go. Totally fine. But I really invite you to just see what comes up for, for you throughout this ritual. So first and foremost, some tools you're going to need are a pen and paper. It could, You could also really go get your book of shadows. If you haven't yet purchased a book of shadows or you don't have a sacred book that you write all your mysteries and your witchcraft and your rituals and readings and all of that good stuff, I really invite you to go get a sacred book that you write all this in. It can be a lined notebook that you turn into a creative vortex of spells, whatever it is for you, use your intuition, but I really encourage getting something that's just for your magic. So you have your book of shadows. You want to get either a white or black candle. 
Uh, white or black, no color here because colors have different energy and we really want to be working within the, the death realms in this moment. So it's important that we actually call in the, the, the right energy that we're bringing in. And uh, any trinkets or reminders of your ancestors, photos of your ancestors, any jewelry that you've that have been passed down to you, their heirlooms, inherited gifts, anything that reminds you of your ancestors. So perhaps maybe a grandfather passed, a, passed away, your mother, your father, someone in your life that you can get access to something that you've either always had, something very sentimental. And we're going to be building an altar, an amazing, beautiful, magical altar to honor our ancestors. Now, you can either feel called to, again, using your intuition, whether you're going to build upon the altar you already have or the altar or a new altar that is solely just for your ancestors. Now, I want to bring in a little bit of shamanic background here because I studied I studied shamanism and witchcraft somewhat at the same time. I actually have this book I'm going to give a reference to because this is one of my favorites that when I go into uh, any just I need some guidance and I want to look up something that is in relationship to my sacred practice and my craft. It's called The Temple of Shamanic Witchcraft, Shadows, Spirits, and the Healing Journey by Christopher Penzak. And this is an amazing book. I mean, the first, literally the synchronicities of life and recording this podcast episode was that I opened up the book and I flipped to the page of the ancestors like right before I went on, went out in my backyard to write because I wanted to use this as a reference. So if that's not magic, I don't know what is. (laughs) But so one of the things about shamans and witches and why we work with, with ancestral realms is really because it's like a, it's a pivotal part of our practice because we have to remember that we Aren't, we can't be walking blind, okay? We can't be walking blind on this path of not knowing the pain, the story, the traumas, the patterns of our ancestors. Because when we're a witch or a shaman, we're working within those realms to heal, to access higher wisdom, to access knowledge that we that has been passed down to us. So it's important that we recognize that this is this is just sort of a net like a an honoring also, but also a necessary part of us classifying ourselves as witches or shamans or mystics is working within those realms and not being so afraid of them. Like I said earlier, you know, if you feel afraid or you feel uncomfortable working in this realm, let just my request is to surrender and really just be in this experience of the unknown because you never know what's going to unfold and you never know what kind of wisdom or medicine that grandfather of yours or great-great-grandfather or mother or father is going to come to tell you in this moment. So, and and to be honest, like shamanism is very similar to witchcraft. Uh, there's, they, they're both believers of plant-based spirituality. Um, the only thing really different with shamans is that they access realms there's somewhat one world, one foot in the metaphysical world and one foot in the real world, and they are able to access realms higher so that they can bring healing onto the planet and, and go into a trance-like state. Now, for me, what I see the differences is that witchcraft is very much rooted and grounded in this physical plane. Although we work in the outer realms, I really believe that that's the, that's the way that they're both different, but they're also very much the same because you can 
educate yourself on both. You can go study both. You can feel called to both and not feel like you have to choose between either one because to me, they're both married and they're both in the same realm of of a spiritual practice or maybe a modality or profession, perhaps if you feel called to be a shaman or a witch as a profession and you can figure out like what and how that's going to look for you, perhaps you get to ask your ancestors on how you can pass down that, that wisdom from them. And something else I want to say before we really get into this ritual is you don't need to have a, um, you don't need to have someone in your family that was a witch or a shaman that's that has taught you all this wisdom and passed it down to you. There might be someone in your lineage down the down the line and then down the chain that you have no idea existed and they might come to you during this ritual. They might come to you during a meditation and you might realize and recognize that oh, maybe that maybe that that's that medicine like skipped a few of my my parents or my parents' parents, but I'm I still have a connection there. So be open, you know, and, and know that it doesn't have to look a certain way for you to feel called to witchcraft or feel called to shamanism because these modalities are you know, first of all, if you found this podcast, I guarantee you're probably feeling called to all of this because this is pretty much what we talk about here. Um, it's pretty much what the whole point of this podcast is. So first and foremost, you're obviously listening for that reason. But just know that, you know, I think we get oftentimes caught up in like, oh, well, I didn't grow up as a shaman or I didn't grow up around witchcraft. I didn't grow up with a woman who taught me anything about spells and potions and, you know, the laws of the universe. That's okay. We are, we get to educate ourselves and we are educating ourselves in this moment and finding new things and finding like a way to carve our own path. So don't be held back by that. And Really open yourself up to the possibilities and the wisdom and the knowledge that these ancestors are here to share with you. Uh, A little backstory on working with the ancestors for me. So last Samhain, I went to a Five Rhythms dance class, which is a beautiful practice that you really get into this trance-like state and you really move your body and you you get into this, like, (laughs) like I said, trance, but you're just in another world. And during this dance, the the woman who was the practitioner, she was inviting in our ancestors, and who who I haven't connected with in so long was my my actual my grandfather, and my grandfather he passed about I can't remember what year now, but he passed when I was probably about younger than fifteen, and this was my mother's father. Now he came to me in this dance class in such a profound way because I hadn't even thought about him in years. Like it was like as if I didn't even have a grandfather. And I used to go spend a lot of time with him every summer. He lived in Lake Havasu. We would grab boat and we'd go out and visit him. So he came to me and he he actually died of cirrhosis of the liver, which is pretty much alcoholism. And alcoholism runs in my family on in a very you know, profound ways. So I always like to be very mindful of how much I'm taking in. And like I've said on here, as you guys know, in my last like psychedelic podcast that I do know and have dabbled it with many different things, but I've never had this like addictive personality with something. It never, something, nothing really took me in that way. However, alcoholism took my grandfather and he came to me with a very powerful message about alcohol 
And his message was simply that I am not to be misleaded by the powers of what it is or that I'm not to take on his story. And as he knows, I'm, I, I'm not taking on that story. However, I felt so clear on why he came and it was as if I, I had to take a pause and be sober for a minute and not even just drink a glass of wine with dinner, but just pause and take and take a few months to really just see what it's like without alcohol because society it was like his message was society is so dependent on this thing and it's important to remember that you don't need to be dependent on it so I went sober from Samhain last year until New Year's I didn't drink any alcohol up until New Year's time and you know it was really fascinating what I learned about myself and what I learned about humanity and how when I went to like you know holiday events how everybody the whole conversation was around how can I can I get you a drink you want a drink you know everybody's drinking and celebrating and it can be so many I mean we can view drinking in so many different ways but what I needed to learn about myself in that time was so powerful and I'm sharing this because I want you to understand how important it is to connect to our ancestors and that had I not have taken that moment to stop, drop in and connect, I wouldn't have heard the message to clean out that part of my, that that chemical in my body. So I could see things that I had never really seen before or hadn't seen in a really long time. So this Samhain, give yourself the blessing of connecting with your ancestors and you're going to take all the things the sacred the sacred things that you find from your maybe your mom your father whoever that you already have all these amazing things to put on your altar you're you're going to grab all these trinkets and heirlooms and gifts and you're going to create an intuitive altar maybe you want the centerpiece to be a photo of your ancestor maybe you want the centerpiece to be a a symbol of something that reminds you of them maybe they loved a movie maybe they loved to take you to the movies maybe they loved boats or whatever it is that reminds you of them put that on your altar in a very intuitive way and another thing is I want to bring it back to our pod, our Facebook group because I, lo- I want to see what you create. Uh, if, you created an, if you created an altar from this podcast, I would love for you to share on our Facebook group and on your Instagram stories. If you have an Instagram and you're, and you're following us at I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, I want you to share your altar and hashtag ancestor altar by adding us I am goddess collective podcast so I can see what you guys are making you know this the thing about podcasting is I'm always behind the mic and I want to know you guys so much more you sisters you you beautiful goddesses because it's like behind the mic isn't enough like I want to see your faces I want to see what you're creating so please share that either in the Facebook group or tag it in the your Instagram stories Follow us on Instagram so we can see what you're what you're making and what you've made. I'm going to share mine once I make mine. I'm really excited to do so. I haven't actually made an ancestor altar ever. So let this be the first time. I've only worked with my ancestors in other ways. I've never actually made an altar for them. So really excited to do that. So once you set up your altar, you're going to 
cast your magic circle, which is basically setting your protection orb around yourself and your altar. Now, this is all to be performed in one evening. So once you have your altar set up, if you feel like you just want to set up your altar and then wait until Samhain to actually perform the ritual, that is totally perfect too, because it's important for you to re recognize that you want to honor your ancestors throughout the whole year. Just because it's Samhain and that's the day of really connecting to them doesn't mean that you just forget about them and say bye, you know, after that's complete. You really want to build relationships with your ancestors so that they can support you in your goals and your dreams and the things that you're manifesting into this world. They want to support you. They're like your best cheerleaders. So once you're ready to perform this ritual and once you're ready to really dive deep within, I mean, it's a quick ritual. It's probably going to take about 30, 45 minutes. So it's nothing like hours long but if you want to get your coven together you want to get some sisters together and perform this ritual by all means bring some other sisters in again like I said I'm going to have this as a blog format on our on our podcast so it's I mean sorry on our podcast website <laughs> I am goddesscollective.com so you'll be able to print this out and be your own facilitator and become your become the shaman of your tribe or the witch of your tribe and lead the ceremony so once you're ready and you are sitting in front of your your altar your ancestral altar that you have just made you're going to cast your magic circle around your altar and you're going to say this invocation and this spell i nixie marie insert your name <laughs> call upon the goddess god and great almighty spirit to weave through me the lineage of my ancestors for love support healing and to be free i ask for their gifts and wisdom to be passed on to me so that i can remember and honor those that came before me may these gifts be used for the highest good of all so mote it be and then you're going to close your eyes and we're going to do a vision quest so as you close your eyes i want you to visualize all of your ancestors surrounding you and if you have a moment right now and you don't want to do this whole ritual take a moment to close your eyes and journey with us i want you to take some deep breaths breathing in through the nose and exhaling it out <sighs> giving yourself the permission to be present and tune inward and let go of any egoic voices or thoughts that don't serve you at this time to just give yourself permission to be free and to surrender and trust in the divine that's going to move through you. And as you begin to drop into your body and open your mind's eye, you close your eyes and visualize all of your ancestors. Maybe some you don't even recognize. They're surrounding you now looking at you with such beauty she is he is miraculous beautiful powerful maybe you will see your ancestors as just an energy form or maybe you see them exactly how you remembered them when they exited the the world here maybe you see just a bubble of light or a flash of an image, or a memory. Whatever you see is perfect. Trust in what you see. 
I want you to hold the presence of your ancestors that stand before you as if you reach out to hold their hand, their energy, their their image and connect with each and every one of their souls and in perhaps their physical form. And every moment that you connect with this ancestor, you look into their soul and feel their emotions, their stories, so that you can remember who you are, who they are, how you see yourself through them. Remember their gifts. Remember remember what they came, their message, what they did for a living, the things that they never got to accomplish. Those get to become your accomplishments if you feel called to, to fulfill them. Just sitting in that space of feeling, feeling your ancestors, feeling your father, your mother, your grandfather. And if you're feeling a lot and your emotions start to run through you, let them run, sisters, let them run. And when you feel yourself complete with that connection, and maybe this requires you to journey as long as possible to really get the message, get the downloads, get the medicine and receive the gifts. Spend as much time as you need in this visual meditation. And when you feel complete with this vision and you feel connected to all of those around you, going to envision a bright flame on a torch that they all bring to you and you reach out your hand and you take this torch knowing that when you take this torch you're taking the responsibility responsibilities of your lineage you are now the torchbearer of your lineage you are now the torchbearer of your mother, your father, your grandfather, your great-grandfather, some deities that you may worship, you now get to be the light, be the medicine woman, be the healer. Whatever gifts they had, now they are your gifts too. Bow to them in humble gratitude for the passing of this torch that is now your time, your responsibility to hear them And to build your relationship even deeper with them. And as you receive all of this open body, receive, receive, receive everything that they have to give you in this moment. When you feel even more complete with this vision, you're going to come back into your body. Breathing some deep breaths, inhaling through the nose. And exhaling it out. (sighs) Deep, full breaths. (sighs) And as you come back into your body, feeling whatever is meant to come up for you in this moment, I want you to then pick up your journal, your book of shadows, and journal what you saw who came into your vision who visited you in your meditation what duties you now have to serve as the torchbearer of your lineage spend as much time as you need journaling that 
And maybe you're doing the ritual right now as, as I'm recording, or maybe you just listen to this and you get inspired to create your own ritual. When you're complete with all of this and you're complete with your intentions and what you're bringing into the world, you're going to close your circle and say you're complete after really honoring all of the elements and all the great spirits and continue to build your relationship with your ancestors as much as possible. Every time you walk into your room and you see your altar that you did, just pause and say thank you. Pause and say hello. Maybe your morning routine, or your morning ritual becomes sitting with this altar for a few moments and just receiving their, their medicine, their gifts, their wisdom. Maybe you have a question, you're confused, you don't know where to go next. You need support. You got to ask for support. You got to ask for their helping hand. They're waiting for you. They want to connect with you. That is the beauty of being able to practice this craft and being a witch and being a shaman and playing in these realms is that you have the power to listen, tune inward and connect and breathe and be with those that love you and are from the other realms helping you constantly when you don't even know it. You don't even know where that miracle came from. That miracle, like the bee that's been flying around the studio as I've been recording this, the sacred bee who, to me, is a message from someone that I lost in my life. No coincidence that he's circling around me right now. Let yourself be a medium to the voices of our ancient past. Let those who have come before you speak through you, dance through you, create through you, perform a ceremony of movement, of dance, of ritual, of grace, of writing, of healing, of loving, so that they can move through you and they can weave the stories through you and to you. May you bless up your home, bless all of your loved ones and those who are actually on this plane with us. Call them, love them, tell them this experience. Release the judgment and don't question what you saw. One thing I will invite you to never do is whenever you're in meditation and you see some things that might be a little uncomfortable, don't question them. Just trust what you saw was exactly what you needed to see. Don't try to make sense of it. That's the ego. That's the rational mind, the reptilian mind that wants to try to make sense of what just happened. Trust in your intuition. Trust in your vision. Trust in your third eye, your pineal gland that shows you all the things that we cannot see on the physical plane that we're on. And celebrate and dance after you complete this ritual. Maybe you're going out. You get to celebrate with friends now. You get to dress up in the embodiment that you are going to become this next wheel of the year. There's no coincidence of why we call this the Witch's New Year because it is. It's our time to shine. It is our time to be with the, the things that we have worked so hard with all year and just celebrate. And whatever form of celebration you feel called to perform, have fun, dance, play, laugh, sing, 
bask in your medicine and those that have come before you. I hope you enjoy all of that and connect to your ancestors. And of course, I have an amazing track to leave you with so you can go dance now and you can celebrate whether you performed this ritual or whether you were just listening and tuning in and are inspired to now go perform this on your own time. May this song allow you to go into a trance as you close your eyes and move your hips and touch on your body, flip your hair, breathe deeply and sing. Let your voice out loud roar to your past lineage and thank them for coming to visit you. This is Ancestors by Shaman's Dream. I love you, sisters. I hear you. I see you. Until next time. Mamankuna shamankuna kayariri. Mamankuna shamankuna kayariri. Sinchi sinchi cuerpecito. Sinchi sinchi almacita. Gracias, madre. Gracias, padre. Gracias, wiracocha. Taitainti. Mamakia. Gracias, mamacocha. Anampacha. Pachamama, guía donde tengas que guiar.
ji kanwa atun tata ku 